The SlimFast 14-Day Effect on your New Year's resolution. Day one, the new year. You want to kick it off with a bang, and you're not just talking about fireworks. Day 14, you're ready to start this year right, looking great and preferably on top. Two weeks is all it takes to get what you really want. Swap two meals a day for slim, fast protein shakes or bars, get in a 30-minute workout, and stick to a 1,200-calorie diet to lose up to six pounds in your first 14 days. Find Slim Fast in the store near you. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. Everybody, welcome back to another Girls After Show. We are in season three, episode one, episode one and two, actually. Females only and truth or dare. I am your host Kelly, and we have some a very special guest with us. In addition to the lovely Miriam, hello, I'm Miriam, and uh, our special guest tonight is the lovely Lindsay McKeon. <laughs> Yay! Welcome, <laughs> hi, welcome. Thank you. Um, you, we've seen you on a lot of great shows yourself: Supernatural, One Tree Hill. Yes. Um, what kind of things do you have coming up? I actually have a couple of films that are set to come out this year. Fabulous a comedy called Flock of Dudes. Um, and then a horror film called Ooh. Indigenous. Ooh, nice. Yeah. And a couple other things, too, but those are Great. the biggest. And you are a huge Girls fan. I'm a huge Girls fan. <laughs> what did you think of uh, the episodes tonight, the the, the, the lead-in season three? I love it? them. I mean, I love every single episode. I just love, I love Lena Dunham. Mm-hmm. I love how neurotic she is and how original and organic and how okay she is just being herself and being naked. Even yeah. though she was less naked in these episodes, I was surprised. <laughs> we did see some boob. We saw a little, but not <laughs> we too saw much. A little bit of boob. <laughs> wasn't so in your face. <laughs> no, it wasn't jiggling, dancing around. True, or, yeah. true, true. <laughs> but do you think that? And this is something that we have talked about in previous seasons. Do you think that it's true to life? Like when you know, back like going through your early twenties, do you feel like it's something that you can relate to? Maybe like in late teens and right out of college or something. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I can relate. I think I relate more to the Jessa character. The mm-hmm. other characters, I didn't really spend time around when I was that age. But now that I'm older, I think I have more of an appreciation for how dynamic each character is. Yeah. Yeah, we always felt the same way, which I thought was really cool. And my, one of the great things about the show is I think there is a character that just about anybody can relate to. Mm-hmm. Or it's somebody that you've met kind of in your life. Right. All right, so let's get into it. So it starts out, Adam and Hannah are together, living together, which I love. Yay! I love, I love. <laughs> and, you know, Adam gets a lot of flack, you know. A lot of people think he's, like, a really bad boyfriend. And I, I don't know if I think he was necessarily terrible. And I think it's something that we had discussed in, in seasons before. I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? No, he's not a bad boyfriend. I think that he... He was just not, and in the last season, he wasn't ready for Hannah to become the girlfriend. And when he was, she wasn't ready for him to be that serious. And so I think that there was conflict in that regard. I think it's misinterpreted. Mm -hmm. But 
um, when she went through what she went through at the end with the OCD, he stepped up to the plate. And we see that in the opening today that he is very much so there for her, mm-hmm. making sure that she's taking her medication, you know, to the point where it's like, stick out your tongue and let me see. <laughs> I mean, like, what is she going to spit it out? I mean, she loves him and... But then again, you just never know. People don't really like that kind of medication. It makes them feel weird. Right. But he really genuinely cares for her. I think he does. I, I think he really does. And and I thought that we got to see a little bit of her kind of like stepping more into her own of, of being a grown-up and kind of being in this relationship, being on her own. Mm-hmm. And just like the way she would talk to him is not... I don't know. I felt like it was more they were talking to each other versus talking at each other. Do they you know were both I mean? more like children. Yeah. Last season. I right. Mean, they're still children, but they're living together and growing up and turning into adults, which is why they're able to have a relationship now. They're not two, like, crazy kids who don't know how to communicate or do anything together. Yeah. No, definitely still a little bit of children, because it just was really funny. His, his, oh, I don't want to hang out with your friends. <laughs> Such a Neanderthal. <laughs> I think that's a, a lot, lot of, of men, though. I think men don't, a lot of men don't want to hang out with women who are just like talking. No. It's like, dude, ladies, get a direction. Stop being all <laughs> over the place. You're driving me nuts. Well, especially yeah. at that age in, in, you know, girls, women in their 20s tend to, the conversation's different. It's not very intellectual. It's very, I mean, Shoshana, her, her dinner table conversation <laughs> was case in point. It was, well, my priorities for this is, you know, balancing guys and balancing my education and, oh, my God. And he's just like, are you flipping kidding me? And especially because she talks exactly like that, too. Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, the she's way special. that she speaks. Shoshana yeah. is super special. <laughs> she, she is. You gotta love Shoshana. <laughs> but I like that he was very, you know, he communicated that. He was yeah. like, you know, I just, I'm sorry, wouldn't you rather just go out, be with your friends on your own? <laughs> I just am not interested in anything they have to say at all. But I thought it was interesting that Hannah had the same reaction. She's like, I'm not interested in what they have to say either, but that's not what friendship is. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I, I think, and I think it's cute too, that he he was like, well, she says to him, you agreed to this. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, I thought you weren't really going to go through with it. <laughs> you know, wouldn't you rather go out and me be happy than me be here? And she makes a really valid point, And mm-hmm. I think it's something that which is, I think, what makes it so relatable to everyone out there. It's the fact that when you're in a partnership like that, and especially when you're living together, whether your significant other likes it or not, there's got to be some sort of balance and um, compromise. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not going to not invite my girlfriends over to hang out just because you're not interested. you got to seem a little interested. Because if you want to have football, you know, Sunday football and the guys over and wings and beer, and I'm not interested, although I'm not that girl, I'm like, bring it. Yeah. You know, there has to be that balance. And he, I don't think he gets that, but she does. Mm-hmm. Well, and she told him, you know, I love you. I want you to be in every part of my life. I want you to do everything with me. And I thought that was cute because she wants to bring him into her life. And even though he didn't want to do it, he was a good sport about it. Yeah, he could have been. A, he could have been a jerk. He could have huffed and puffed, and he could have been a smartass right. and whatever. But he wasn't. No, he spoke his truth, mm-hmm. and then he got on with it and dealt with it, and mm-hmm. actually was helpful to her friends. Yeah, and he actually the thing about Adam, which is very interesting, is he is kind of as Shoshana puts it, like he, you know, is a little bit demented, but he totally gets life in such a unique yeah. way that it totally makes you step out of your situation and kind of look at things differently because he is pretty intellectual and pretty deep. Like mm-hmm. he's a passionate deep person. You could see that at well when they're sitting at the dinner party naturally he's sitting there and he's bored to tears but when Marnie finds out that 
he came in contact with Charlie. Yeah. You can see when he kind of brings it to let me have you, like this relatable moment. Mm -hmm. He like talks Marnie off the shelf. You know, off the ledge, so to speak. Right. And that was a really endearing quality to the point where like, you know, Hannah was just... What did he say to her that was... He says to Marnie, he's like, when you really... um, He starts talking about uh, anyone can have a connection, but when you really know someone... Um, it's a different thing. And so, you know, of course, after Hannah and him ha- wind up having sex mm-hmm. later on after the dinner party, it was cute to see Hannah try to relate that with him because she says that to him. Mm-hmm. She's like, I feel like I really, really know you. Yeah. Unlike Natalia. Right. Well, that's the girl. I mean, that's, that's just ex- human nature yeah. always, like, pushing it. It's of like, course. Because she, but she she already wants, said it. Yeah. He already said it, and the girl's like, hey, she was I really know you. You want to tell me again <laughs> how much you, you really, really know, know me? me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, always fishing for a little bit more since he didn't directly uh-huh. say Hannah's the one. Yeah. But he, when he was telling that, you know, his first heartbreak story. Yeah. And it was, you know, really special. And, you know, the fact that he did that to relate to Marnie, make her feel better, and tell yeah. her, you know, when you know it, you're not going to miss it and it's not going to hurt it's not going to be anything you're just going to know and just the way that he put it so and the way he speaks just so matter of fact and so confident you He's can't like help teller. yeah you can't help but to get motivated by that and mm. think okay well shit, if adam can do it you know kind of any right it's got to happen for anybody give right? me hope <laughs> definitely i give think he gave hope. her a little bit of hope <laughs> yeah for sure but i like seeing you know their dynamic and he's being there and you know it's a little bit of a struggle but you know he's still he's being they're having a relationship he, they're definitely having a relationship and and you could see um that moment that scary moment for the both of them when he comes to the restaurant where where Hannah works and Ray owns and he notices that Natalia is sitting in the restaurant mm-hmm. and when he realizes that Natalia is there you could see the oh shit factor <laughs> in his face because we find out in that whole interaction that he wound up leaving Natalia straight up flat out without any sort of Warning, or he pretty much ran to Hannah's, and that was that. Yeah, and and this is a thing that I mean, that sucks because I'm sure, and this has happened to many girls and, and women over mm-hmm. time. It's the fact that he said to her before he did that, you know, that you're all I need, and that I love you, and then it's like, okay, you pretty much tell me what I need, make me feel amazing on top of all the wacky shit that he did, you know, crawl for me to my room, do we not remember that, and all the crazy well, sexual that was interaction. Just, I mean, that was so like, horrible for her. I mean, you could tell, it was just like, awful, she demeaning. totally was demeaning. And that was kind of the last interaction we saw of them. But when you love someone, and when someone tells you that they love you, and that you're all that they need, you're like, all right, so he wants me to crawl to the bedroom and, you know, bang me like a crazy porn star? Let's do this. And so, she felt very, um, she felt like ass. She felt terrible. She felt like, you know, the bottom of someone's shoe. Right. You know, after him doing all of that for him. Well, and and then she's calling his name, and he's just, I don't know anybody in this place. Yeah. He's just trying try to pretend. Ignoring her. Yeah, ignoring like, that's her. the worst. You won't even acknowledge no. me. No. Yeah. And then her friend, which was the one that was engaged, right? They were at their engagement party. Wasn't that the friend? Yes. The blonde girl? She, that little feisty blonde girl. And uh, tell me, I mean, I, like, I'm sure that you've wanted or have done or thought 
thought about doing something like that for your friends. Like, you know, screw this jerk. Let's go and, like, we're going to confront You won't him. talk to him. I'll talk uh, yeah, to him I for got you. This. She was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, just, just the one going up to him, confronting him, and then saying to him, by the way, she's pregnant. <laughs> it's yours. Feel it. That was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Feel it, and, and she kind of goes with it for a second. For a second, and she's like see, nodding. You see Natalia's look at the look on her face. She's just like, um, yeah. no, I'm not pregnant. She finally like fesses up to it, but it's the fact that he did leave in such a manner that she could be right. Well, and he apologizes. He did apologize. He did. He, he took responsibility, up to it. and he said, "What did he say? He said something about he's not good. He says I have trouble with confrontation. Yeah." Like, he, he owns up to everything. He does. The thing about Adam is he's not a liar. Yeah. Like he'll just tell you like straight he may he may like disappear, but once you get him face to face, he's gonna tell you. He's right. not gonna you know, he doesn't BS, he just kind of like, oops, sorry. Kind of a thing. My bad. And you know, and you feel bad for her, you know, she was a nice girl and whatever, but then when they oh. when they start <laughs> interacting with poor Hannah. She got me. Oh, so this is Hannah. Did you leave in a rush? <laughs> that was that I, was brutal. <laughs> She said what a lot of people are thinking. Yes. And you see Ray in the background laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Hannah. You know, but it, it, that that was where you could see that it's a girl scorn. You know, she's hurt. Yeah. She knows about Hannah and all of the crazy that went with that. Right. And now it's like, you left me to go back to that. And she calls her out and it's she's like, lowest blow. Yeah, yeah, she's like, you know exactly what you have on your hands. You have right. this, um, what did she say? He's like a recovering, or, sex uh, addicted. Yeah. Off the wagon sociopath. She went yeah. off. Yeah, she went off. <laughs> she really that. did go she off. She got vindicated, for sure. Oh, without a doubt. And then she says, she goes, you guys enjoy your urine-soaked <laughs> life like the two feral animals that you are. Yeah, she's talking about you're going to have a baby, that you're going to you're going to get no milk from those breasts. <laughs> like, she's, I mean, she went to that. <laughs> but like a baby you're going to kill. And it's just, just, just like terrible. Just really like going at it for with every aspect. And we are not paying the check. Yes. (laughs) To top it off. The odd thing about that interaction was, did, did, was it just me, but Ray was freakishly turned on by that? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's weird. He loves that kind of stuff. Yeah, he said, oh, I like the blonde one. She's feisty. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, she's a shyster. Yeah, he was like, (laughs) oh, he's the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, Ray. Ray. That's, That's funny. So, you know, but, but Hannah didn't make a thing about it. No. Not really. I mean, she brought it up a little bit, but, you know, it was just kind of like it is what it, it is what it well, is. Well, it takes two messed up people to find each other to make, to find their perfect match. Right. It doesn't take, like, a half person and a whole person, a good person, a bad person to make, like, yeah. the question is, a perfect is does, couple. Does that really work? <laughs> we shall see. How long can they manage? That is the question. Well, we find that um, in him, her being, him being there, Adam being there for Hannah and her friends and her being there during that situation with Natalia, that at the very end there's a phone call from Jessa. Now, when we look back to Jessa's situation, Jessa's now in rehab. Yep. Oh, Jessa, Jessa. Yep. Jessa's in rehab and... um, Did they say how she got into rehab? Because I don't remember that from last season. Well, she said that her grandma made her go. That that's the only thing her grandma would pay for. 60 days in rehab and then she'd get her a plane ticket and rent oh, back okay. to and back Uggs. to her life. And some Uggs. Some yeah. Uggs. Some boots that she wanted. Uggs from Australia. 
She was in it for the Uggs the whole yep, time. In it for the Uggs, for sure. <laughs> she's so out there. But beyond being out there, she, she's. I think she's very afraid to face her realities. And we saw that in the last season and seasons prior. And I think that's part of the reason why she's there. Mm-hmm. Um, here you have her in rehab. We find her sitting in group. She is laughing at this guy's story because they his his neighborhood is no longer what it used to be. Now there's a froyo on the corner, <laughs> and somehow he's totally messed up about it. It's sad because the guy with the flat top isn't there anymore. Y- you know, <laughs> I have to. I will say this: I admire Jessa, even though she cannot face her own realities. I admire the fact that. She's honest about that kind of stuff. It's like, where are your priorities? Yeah. She's where are ballsy. Your priorities? I mean, yeah. She's ballsy with all the other people, like, just throwing it in their face where they're just sort of sitting there continually, like, talking about their small problems. And I think that's, like, sometimes where things can get lost. You can sit talking about your problems forever and not move on with your life. Or you can be like Jessa, who just won't acknowledge ever your problems. Yeah. Like, finding that balance. Yeah. But she'll be the first one to call out everyone else's. Like, she can read people and make them deal with theirs. But and hers. I think that's her way of kind of deflecting. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't have to deal with her own. Let me make you deal with yours and let me help you get through that. And I don't think what, I think what she thinks that she's doing is helping. Is if I'm going to bluntly call you out and tell you, it's just getting you five steps closer to dealing with it and being a happier person. Mm-hmm. I think that's what she honestly thinks. Yeah, I I definitely think that and I also think I mean it's it's definitely a way to deflect from what she's going through. Yeah. You know, I don't it's think her coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely her coping mechanism and the British guy which I never caught his name. They never said it. I don't think they did either. Her friend yeah, in I didn't rehab. Get it either. Uh, yeah. Her British no. friend in rehab. If they did, please tell us if we missed it. But you know, he he calls her out on it when they're playing checkers or chess, mm-hmm. and he says, you know, it all comes down to the daddy issues, and um, you know, it's your daddy and his daddy's daddy, and we see that when she went to visit her father, that there were definitely issues there. Oh, for sure. And you know, even when they were sitting in group, and she's sitting in group, she's like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to turn it on? Do you want me to cry? Do you want me to talk about it? She's like, honestly, it doesn't accomplish anything. I'm over it to a certain... Like, she's over it. She's like, I dealt with it when I was five. To say that she dealt with it at such a young age, she probably is sick of dealing with it, honestly. I mean, she hasn't figured out how to resolve it. Well, I think yeah. she's... She, like... She found out at the age of five. I don't know if she dealt with it, but she found out. She realized it. Came to the realization. Which is like, yeah, if you're five years old and you're seeing this, you're yeah. almost too smart for your own good. Which mm-hmm. is why she can, like, weed her way in and out of everything, talk her way out of everything. And she you doesn't... see everybody else's problems, but nobody can help you with yours. Right, because she won't really deal with it. And she hasn't dealt with it. Because you see, like, the, the, when she leaves in the first place, when she ditches Hannah, she has this horrible experience with her dad. She sees that he's gotten this new life and this new family, and he left her. And again, she got left. And when she's in group, she talks about her dad was in rehab 12 times. Her mom couldn't even, you know, pick herself up and take herself to the bathroom, you know however messed up that her family life was. So she's constantly getting left and having to take care of herself and fend for herself. And she won't just stop and say, I am a victim here. Mm. The only time we ever hear her say it is when she's in the room with Laura. And she says, I feel sometimes I feel like the victim. And, you know, the one thing that the British guy said that really stood out to me the most, that kind of nailed 
you know nailed you know nailed it on the head and it was the fact that when wisdom comes from experience and you've had many and she says well I've had fun she's like yeah but and he says yeah but I bet it always hasn't been fun and she's like actually no it hasn't yeah, yeah I feel and like she learned truth. more in that room with him than she yeah. did in all the group sessions I think so too because he told her you'll get to an age when you're going to finally realize what thoughts and what experiences are going to really help your life and the ones you need to forget. Mm-hmm. Which I think is is really detrimental. And I think that there is that gap that we all go through when you realize all these things that you held on to or you thought were one thing, when you finally get to that point where you can look back and say, oh, well. Well, if there's something you don't want to hold on to, it's definitely the holiday wait. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> With Slim Fast, two weeks is all it takes to get what you really, really want. In 14 days, the only thing higher than your confidence will be your hemline. Uh, this brought, this podcast is brought to you by Slim Fast. Woo! <laughs> so speaking of uh, things that you never forget, she may be kind of... Um, putting things behind in her mind and with her making people deal with their own problems. Right. Her going to Laura after realizing, after he says this to her, that, you know what, maybe I shouldn't have called Laura out and told the entire group that she's a lesbian, that she didn't do her hockey boyfriend, and that, I mean, the one thing that she did say to Laura... From Orange is the New Black, by the way. Do you know the show? Oh. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. from Orange is the New Black. Oh, right, right, right. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, <laughs> no. Nice. Um, but but the, there's one thing that she did say in that group that, to me, I, I find true. And it's there's two kind of people. And she said this without saying it. There are two kinds of people in this world. There are victims and there are survivors. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people in that room were victimizing themselves. She's like, we've all been through something. And we're using, you know, this experience to justify why we do what we do. Which, in Laura's case, is sniffing lighter fluid. Yeah. Or huffing lighter fluid. And so for her to call her out and saying that she's a lesbian was kind of, I don't think, well, we know that it wasn't a thing that Laura was ready to acknowledge, nor did she know that she, if she truly was. So Jessica goes and apologizes to Laura and goes to her room. And first of all, how funny that she's wearing a females only towel. <laughs> yeah. She takes it off. So you know something's coming. Yeah. Oh, without yeah. a doubt. I mean, it's Jessica. Yeah. It's Jessica. Yeah. Jessica's all about I didn't expect what we saw. No, no, I thought that it would be something else. Farther. That, that took it definitely one step further than I thought it was going to go. Oh, without a doubt. So she apologizes <laughs> to her and, you know, you know, tries to relate to her like, hey, I've had bad things happen to me. You know, my I had a gay uncle, and she's like, I'm sorry that your uncle banged you, or, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, I found out that he had AIDS when I was five. She's like, did you even know what AIDS was? So there, there's another example of her innocence really being... Her Stripped innocence away. was taken away yeah. from her mm-hmm. at a very young age. And, um, you know, she pretty much says to her that she can write to her. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, that's when the work fesses up, like, hey, you know, I I think I am gay. I think I'm gay. I'm not sure. But what is it about gay people that where they have to play sports? Like, not everybody <laughs> gay plays sports, right? Like, so she kind of goes on this whole little tangent, yeah. and Jessa kind of ends it with, have you ever kissed a girl? Mm-hmm. Which that's kind of where you know it's bound to go in that direction. And right. I thought they were just going to make out, but then you cut to, and she's, you know. <laughs> it's Jessa. It doesn't, yeah. it always she's, leads she, to more. She's showing her the goods. <laughs> like, she's giving her her first time. <laughs> 
as she said to the lady after she gets kicked out of rehab, it was charity. Don't well, read so She was helping her it. figure she is. out. It's for the greater good. <laughs> she was helping her figure out if is this the way she was going to know immediately go. whether she likes it or she doesn't. Exactly. She doesn't cut. She cuts to the chase. Yeah. yeah. No BS. No Let's BS just get with it. her. Let's just get it done. But the one thing that I don't think, and I, and this is what the lady at rehab tried to explain, is just I mean be detached from. Laura, but Laura, but might not Laura be. might not be, and that's a, a good example of that. Is how attached Hannah is to Jessa. Yeah, and she her not understanding it because she's never been attached to anyone because her parents always leave her, so she doesn't do it. She right, gets, you have to be aware of what you're doing to people, mm-hmm. which she's people. absolutely she has not. no idea. No, yeah, she just has a way of getting people to do that without realizing how much it hurts them. Yeah. And that's that that's the thing that she really needs to learn. And she and, and the thing that she also needs to realize too is if she's if she's dealt with it, if she's already been through this and all of that, then she wouldn't be abusing. She wouldn't be doing all these things that she's doing. So there's obviously still a problem that she just doesn't want to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Well it's what's so. allowed her to survive for since she was five years old right. in this world. She doesn't realize she's hurting people in the process. No, she doesn't. She thinks, yeah, no. So, so. Marnie hurting and that process is just brutal. Well, the thing that b- bugs me, and it, and it has since last season, that bugged me about Marnie and her whole crying situation is the fact that she's the one that tossed Charlie out so brutally. And she's the one that, like, didn't want to have anything to do with him until he got successful. Excuse me. All of a sudden, it was like a shiny new toy, and he was all good and better again. Do you think that's why he left her? In the show. In the show. In the show. Well, not in the show. show. In real life, why we thought he left. But in the show, is that why he left her? Well, I, in my mind, his character would have, like, come to and realized, okay, Let's think back to everything that's happened here. And usually, you know, when you break up with someone, you get back together, you usually realize why you broke up in the first place. Mm-hmm. More oh, yeah. than more than likely. Very few, you know. But usually few. you come together for a little while <clears throat> and then to you, find that out. Exactly. Yeah. Then you remind, it, it all comes back. And then it, the, it all just all comes back. And you realize it just wasn't good. So in my mind, I'm hoping that's what happened. And he finally, you know, he manned up. And he's like, you know what? Sorry. She wanted like, him you know, to man up, and he did. He did. Yeah, yeah he did. And he was he like, did. I'm too good for you, <laughs> yes, honey. Just not in the way that she wanted. And and I just, I didn't like how she was just wanting to attach herself so much onto him and his success instead of trying to find her own. Yeah. Like, that always bothered me about her character. So I kind of like it that he left her. <laughs> but I liked his character. No, I did, I too. I wish he was still there. I wanted to see him, like, be more of a man. Yeah, it was so. fun watching him go that direction. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like And I, like, see the appeal. I mean, he definitely got hotter as he got, you yeah, know, more confident and successful and, you know, just kind Everyone of... Everyone wants a man. Yeah, of course. Every man gets hotter when they become more <laughs> confident. Yeah. No one wants a whiny man but for... But not cocky. No. He still had no. the vulnerability yes. with the newfound strength. Which Absolutely. Is so sexy. Oh, for sure. So, well, her mom, though, very unsupportive. (laughs) Her mom is like, seriously, get over it. This is one of 20 guys that is going to fuck you over. Like, get (laughs) over it. He's not Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, Liam Hemsworth or Ryan Gosling. Or Channing Tatum. And I'm like, actually, I'd probably cry. They're the same. Yeah. I mean, you'd cry the same no matter how glamorous or fabulous the guy is. Right, yeah. The heartbreak is still the same. It would probably hurt more. Yeah. You know? And uh, it's the fact that it's like, this is her first boyfriend, her first true love, and how it went down, and her mom being unsupportive about it. But I can also get the same 
I can understand why she's frustrated because when you hear someone talking about it over and over and over mm-hmm. again, you're just like, seriously, shut up. But it's the fact, too, that I think that her mom is... I think she doesn't see Marnie really getting it together because she's so used to seeing Marnie the way we were first introduced to her. Right. And now she's not that person anymore. She's working she's at the coffee shop. Yeah. Like, she's working at the coffee shop, but she's lit... Sleeping on her mother's couch in rainbow bright sheets. Like it's, she was probably more not, like her mom, more together like her mom, yeah. stronger like her mom. And now she's had life knock her down a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know how to be. Well, I'm, especially because I think that she always thought that she was above Hannah, above Charlie. And now she's the lowest she's one, one of them. Yeah, she's, <laughs> you know, she's a little bit underneath now. She even thought at one point that she was above her own mother because we saw in, in yes. one of the episodes the interaction between her and mm-hmm. her mom where she was even above of that mm-hmm. and to see her kind of fall from grace is just um I think her mother kind of took advantage of it a little yeah just a little bit just a little bit yeah but then we see her you know oh, I guess we'll get as we get into the second episode her kind of mom up a little yeah you and know. friend up yeah yeah She's like gossip <laughs> friend more yeah. than mom yeah and I think that's kind of what their relationship more is is a mm-hmm. little bit more friendly than it is parental so maybe that's you know why too she doesn't feel like she has guidance because she's you know look mom i've got my own place i've got a job i go into the city to work every day that's the mom part where you have to justify like i'm i'm taking care of my business Mm. you know but when her mom is well when her mom is like yeah 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 whatever walking out the door and it's like what are you talking about i don't i didn't feel like that was a mom moment because she was more so trying to say, look, look, look. But her mom was like, you know, whatever, get over yourself. Well, because I think her mom re- knows, like, you're not working at the job that you want to be working at. You're working at a coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at a job. Think, I don't know if she knows that. <laughs> you're or maybe she does. I mean, I wonder if she I knows know. where she works. They respect but. me at my job. <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely an interesting dynamic and not, you know, a little bit you know, abnormal, but... I think it's good, though. I think it's humbling for her. Yeah, no, I love what she's going through right now because that's what she needed. She needed kind of like that whole, like, light shined on what life really is, Mm -hmm. and I think that's what this is right now. Absolutely. And, you know, as we get into the second episode, um, you know, we see her mom kind of, you know, being there for her. She's at the apartment now in her, what did she call it, the shitbox? Yeah. She's in her shitbox. It's either smelling like kimchi or Sephora, so she's lighting all these candles. And, um, you know, they're, like, trying to clean everything up. And, you know, she's being there. She's being a mom there She's for trying her. to make it feel better and feel more like home, even though sometimes moms can knock you down and belittle you yeah. in the process. Oh, it's just mom. It's tough love. <laughs> it's tough love, you know. And she, you know, as they were talking about it, she's what did she say to her when she was leaving the house? She's like, "We, uh, we don't hurt or like we're not scared. We're, we're not scared. Yeah. We're strong women. Yeah, you know that's why I gave you my middle name. Yeah. So it's Marnie Marie. And she's like, well, my first name is like one letter <laughs> off from your middle name. Like it's kind of you know hello, but you yeah. know she's she's making an effort. She's yeah, she is. And I hope that we get to see more of that, like throughout the season, a little bit more of that with her. That it's not so much her relying on her friends, but maybe she has more of the support from her mom or, or more of a relationship there that we kind of see. Well, we definitely her. see that she's relying on her friends because she certainly felt left out and 
wished that that road trip did not happen. <laughs> did well, not happen but at all. At all. At all. Yeah. Not that she was on it, but selfishly that it just didn't happen. <laughs> well, you know, she's always hated when they spend any kind of amount of time on Jessa or any kind of thoughts go into Jessa. She's always had this weird competition with Jessa. And she I, takes the attention away from yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's justified to a certain degree as well because mm. it's like, here Jessa is, oh my god, poor victim. She's she's doing what Jessa does again and she's going to do it again. Hundred bucks. She's gonna do it again. Jess is gonna come back. She's gonna be around for a little while, uh-huh. and then off she goes gallivanting to Europe with some guy. And then her heart gets broken. Hannah's heart gets broken. They're all kind of, of victims, though. Yeah, they, I think they all kind of do it to themselves. I think Rishishana. the only one. We, yeah, that's yeah. What I say. The only one we really haven't seen do that is totally unaware. Yeah. Anyway. Is Shoshana. She's, she's the only one that's le- legitimately, like, there for each one of them in her own, like, quirky, weird way. Mm-hmm. She's Because she just doesn't get it yet. Yeah, she's exactly. new to the whole, like, dating yeah. game. But it's like, you know, Hannah was a victim and Marnie wasn't really there. And when they had their whole fit and whatever, Marnie kind of did the same thing. She was kind of like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't like your boyfriend anyway. But then now she's a victim. Jess is a victim. And now it's competing on who the better, bigger victim is. <laughs> that's kind of the way that I see it. Well, I love that Shoshana's not... The, not not playing the victim role, that she's almost like the the very um, what's the best way to put it? She's just like the little voice of reason without realizing it, and it's because she's so new to the game. And boy, she knew the game. I mean, when they opened the first episode with her in the bunk bed of some <laughs> random guy. Oh, college days for my dear friends that have had that. <laughs> she's naive. That's why she's not smart enough to even know yeah, better. To she play doesn't. That no, she she game. like her reactions, her responses remind me of a, like a kid. Mm. This just literally calling it as they see it in their tunnel vision because they just don't see the bigger picture, uh-huh. and that's kind of what <laughs> she does. Like she just like exactly how she sees what she sees right in front of her. Like yeah. there's no kind of process. There's no thinking about anything. She just literally she just says whatever pops in her head. Actually, I think the funniest part was when they were like driving in the car and you know Adam's like or Hannah's like you know you probably think women shouldn't be president and so Shauna's like no they shouldn't like hormones and stuff like you can't make decisions. (laughs) Their PMS might affect it. Like it's like but with a straight face. <laughs> like, you yeah. don't know what that comment just did to this room by saying that in front of a man. You would never really do that or exactly. let that go. Yeah. But she did. Yeah. She's no. just so out Hilarious. There. So, Jessa ends up calling Hannah, saying that she needs to get picked up from rehab. But she tells her that they have to come and pick her up and sign a waiver for her to leave. That yes. she's not able to leave until they get there to pick her up. So, Hannah's not old enough to run a car, so she gets Adam to drive them. And they pick up Shoshana and they take this really funky road trip where on the way they stop at this, <laughs> they stop at this diner and Shoshana buys a rocking chair. <laughs> Shoshana's so out there. She's like, oh my God, I'm buying a rocking chair. I wasn't hungry, so I decided to get a souvenir instead. Well, my friend is going to die because I'm going to have the rocking chair. <laughs> well, she doesn't want to eat because they don't have the calories listed on the menu. Yeah. Let's start there. And what's your favorite utensil? Why would you want something with a prod poking your tongue when you can have a pillowy cloud? What was the pillowy cloud? I didn't understand. I was thinking that a spoon. I was assuming Or she's just making spoon. something else up completely. She, I don't know. Yeah, and In his reaction. Like, what are you even saying? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> She's out there. She's she is completely out there. Yeah, and um, God love her for it. Yeah. What do you think about like Hannah running off to the bathroom and then saying she was nauseous and then she didn't feel good? Oh, no, Ooh, is she going to be so? pregnant? 
I'm not very hungry, but Do I'll have some. Do they not have protective yeah. sex? I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> she's not. I don't think she's that. Well, for in the first season, <laughs> she's like, she asks him, do you use protection or can you use protection? And we find that he doesn't always. Right. Yeah. So it's a possibility at this point with them living together, you know, she may be not I don't protected. Know. Oh my, could you imagine? Because then she have like, a baby on the show. Then she's like eating donuts and she's like, do you think the donut will help with my nausea or make it worse? <laughs> like She's like back there and she's like, the rocking chair is not letting me be myself, express myself. She, her, their perceptions are just so completely off on this road trip of what their expectation is. Well, and then they're bored. And I like how Adam's like, boredom is bullshit. He's like, boredom is for people with no imagination. It is. You and live then, in a yes. world with infinite possibilities. Exactly. And you're, you're being bored. And well, he pulls over to hike. He just pulls right over to hike with his big old stick. I love, um, well, first of all, what she says to him when they're hiking uh She's like, I'm not going. She's like, absolutely no. She's like, it's liberating to say no to shit you don't want to do. <laughs> exactly. I love that. I love that. And then she's like, wait, but now my friends are leaving. Nobody's going to stay with me. I don't know if I really want this. What is she? It sounds like at first, I know she's listening to a radio show, but at first it's like she's listening to, um, what are those things? Those, oh, the like a CB radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, what is she laying in the leaves listening to a CB radio to like the cops and what, what crazy danger is going to happen? Know, but I like his response. He's like, Okay. <laughs> like he keeps walking. See you later. But you know, he was right though in in fact of uh, pulling over. He's like you wanted an experience and here's your here's your experience, you know. He's like there's there's frogs and trees and birdie birds. <laughs> and this is life right here. Yeah. I was like I don't want this experience. <laughs> I don't I, I don't think she realized that, you know, driving in a car is going to be Boring is all holy hell. Yeah. And well, I like that it gave it gave Shoshana and Adam a chance to have some interaction alone. And the conversation that they had, I thought, was really great. Yeah. When Shoshana starts talking to him and is like, you know, it's a good thing that you are who you are and you don't have responsibilities and you don't have this. I mean, think about it. What would Hannah have done had you had a place to go or had a best friend or had something? And his response was I thought was he was going to take it a particular way. I thought he was going to be offended. Oh, yeah. yeah. Either offended or like, you're right. I don't do anything. <laughs> what am I going to do? my life, right? I was kind of, I mean, if it had, he had, Shoshana had said that to Ray, he would have hurt. Ray would have hurt with those comments. You don't have a job. You don't oh, have yeah. a best friend. Yeah. Like, ouch. Taking it personally. That stings. Right. And for him to come back, for Adam to come back and say, well, Hannah is my best, my best friend. friend. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Even, even show, she's like, oh. Like, tears. Yeah. I mean, that's the best response ever because that is kind of, I think, what you would want in a relationship is you want, you know, you want that person. I mean, if you can't, if that person that you're with for is not your, you know, best friend, then what's the point? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what's what's the point? And that's how they really know each other. I mean, it doesn't get any crazier than, you know, breaking down a door to get your you know, psycho ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. help her get her crap together, you know? No right. kidding. Could they do it while they're healthy? <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's see. I'm hoping. <laughs> it looks like it. I mean, things are looking good. Things are looking good. Yeah. The, I don't know. Their interaction is really sweet and it's, um, you know, first of all, the hotel situation. <laughs> That's amazing. I love how he doesn't care no. who's in the room or what is going on. He's just going to say it. He's like, first of all, First of all, truth, truth or dare. <laughs> wait, he's like, wait, can you turn off the TV now? Can you, can you shut up your laptop now? And then Shoshana's like, let's play truth or dare. He's like, I don't know how to play. They try like two times. He's over it. He turns the light. Game over. Bedtime. 
He's just, he doesn't really, he's very, um, there's no filter. Mm-hmm. And I love that about him. Mm-hmm. He tells it as it is. He's there when you need him. And um, and I, I like that. Yeah. I like that about him. Yeah. I mean, I, if I were dating him, that'd be great. But he could definitely have to have a job. <laughs> Living off your grandmother. He sells cool. paper mache stuff he makes. Well, when there was, I thought it was interesting that when she was at the therapist's office talking to the therapist about, you know, how well her book is going with her publisher and how, you know, he's very proud of her, that her mental illness is now helping her along with with how her book's going. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's got this whole career thing, which is really great. Um, but he got very interested in, so what's Adam's role in all of this? Right. How does he fit into all of this? And I think he was gearing more towards the responsibility of what we society expect from him. Mm-hmm. But well, she, or how that makes her feel. Yeah, yeah. And instead, it was more like he takes care of me. He's there for me, like in ways that she truly needs. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Take her medicine. Like, Isn't this supposed to be about me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why are you talking about him? <laughs> exactly. But why does she not want to say what he makes with his paper mache? <laughs> Wow, he does. He does. <laughs> what is he making over there that he's selling? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, he's making only... a boat until last season. True, until in his like... living room. How yeah. is he going to get oh, out that the door? Incredible. <laughs> How are you making a boat in yes. your apartment? Oh, Adam. Are you going to ship it out the window? I don't know. I don't get it. But I like that she says, you know, he makes her take her pills. He, you know, makes her eat protein. And he does a calming chant to help, Mm. like, calm her down. I mean, he is kind of what she needs right now. And we see what he needs in the hotel room is to have sex with her before he goes to sleep every night. And she gives it to him. Which makes Shoshana completely uncomfortable. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to leave and let the come, when the come train, (laughs) the come parade has passed. Has paraded on, let me know. (laughs) I will come back. And we find, uh, Hannah finds Shoshana shortly after that they're done, um, you know, pulling, playing with Chex Mix because she's allergic. Mm-hmm. But um, that's where we find Shoshana has a really, really just warped perception of Jessa. Oh, absolutely. They have a very interesting conversation during those few minutes there. And Hannah questions at that point, are we doing the right thing by picking Jessa up right. from rehab. Are we doing the right thing? And she's like, no. Like this is Jessa partying. That she that's just fun. Her getting divorced. That's just fun. Yeah, she Jessa has, a lot of has money. no idea. She, mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's just totally off her. I mean, Shoshana has no idea. Yeah, yeah, no, no idea. So they're not even really having a full on conversation, and Hannah's not acknowledging. Like, oh, you don't even understand what's going no. on. No, I mean she's like Shoshana flat out says you're probably remembering the story wrong. It was probably mm-hmm. you crying. Like, she just cannot see. I mean, because Jessa is kind of this fun, such a glamorous person in Shoshana's eyes. Like, she just doesn't get it, like, at all. Yeah. She doesn't see, like, the real pain behind there. And, I mean, that just shows, again, just how naive and just how young-minded she is. And that she just really has a lot of growing up to do. And um, when they finally go and do get Jessa and, you know, kind of realize that they've been duped, that they didn't have to necessarily drive all the way over there to pick her up. There's an airport! <laughs> it's a very small one. Yeah. But, she you know, needed them. She That's did. That's her idea of telling them she needs him. Yeah. Well, but she just won't say she it. She won't say it. She won't say it. And the other thing, too, is is how was she going to get out of there? Her grandmother promised her a plane ticket, so either she had to rent a car, which they're not old enough to do, unless Jess is older, but I think she's still the same age. Yeah, but she could have still just been honest. She she could have just been yeah. honest, and she wasn't. 
Yeah. You know, she just still, either way, she could have been honest and she wasn't. She made it to where, like, there was no other way for her to leave that they had to do it. Because I think she's just simply afraid to really rely on them just to do it because they want to. Because mm. I don't think that she believes that they would. So even when Hannah hugs her, she's so uncomfortable by it. Like, what is all this? What is all this? Yeah. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't get that some, that Hannah really truly does love and care about her and was worried about her. And needs her as a friend just as much as Jessa needs her and just doesn't realize it. And it was nice to kind of see their interaction and for her to tell her, you know, I was mad at you. Like, you left me there. This is everything that I had to do. Like, you know, like, what the hell? Like, you don't do the friends don't do that. I told you last yeah. season, the biggest breakup was not with Adam. No. It was with Jessa. Yeah. It was her friendship with Jessa that really just threw her over the edge. That threw that OCD back into gear the way that it went. Mm-hmm. And, um... That their relationship is just Jessica creates these unhealthy relationships, not for herself, but for the other people. Yeah. She just gives this kind of like illusion of being there when Mm. she's really not. And, you know, well, well, Hannah's super needy of other people, too. So it's like she globs on. And then when they're not there, she uses that as the excuse to start to go even crazier. Right. Instead of like, hey, girl, get it together. It doesn't matter if your friend's not here. You've got to buck up and take care of yourself. Yeah. Well, and the fact that Adam only will put up with that for a certain extent is what I'm hoping is going to help kind of kick her into being a little bit more independent in a Mm. real way. So we can really see her kind of get out of that real neediness. Yeah, he doesn't play into it. No, and have real friendships. Sometimes. You know, the way we can see her have real friendships and the way that there should be with those boundaries yeah. of not having to need someone so much, but actually wanting someone's company. And, be, you know, being able to see all of them kind of have... You shouldn't have to need someone in a relationship, period. No, mm. no. You know, it's, it's and they all kind of do in their weird they ways. They, they don't really have... I don't know. It all seems like very needy more so than it feels like mm-hmm. they just genuinely enjoy each other's it company. It seems like they're, that's that's where it seems like the next episode's maybe going, that they're mm-hmm. coming into themselves and learning how to get their own feet, their own strength, right. and be comfortable being themselves and not actually be so needy of all the other individuals. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, let's let's, go, let's get into some predictions and talk about what we think is going to happen uh, coming up this yeah. season. You think they might have babies. <laughs> I think they're going to be babies. <laughs> or something. Maybe a miscarriage, scare, I don't know, maybe something like real they have to deal with, because we've already dealt with an abortion, so I don't know, like... Well, almost abortion. Yeah, almost. Jessa thought she was pregnant. Right, right, right. But they were all at the abortion clinic with the party, (coughs) and Shoshana brought gifts. Yes, that's true. Yes, so we had almost abortion. (laughs) So maybe we'll have, you know, something to do with that, I don't know, but that could be just way too, way too easy. So, way too predictable. I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't um I don't see it going in that direction, but maybe maybe I'm naive. <laughs> <laughs> it may be way too predictable, but you know. So. No, I think that um we're going to see the, the relationship between um Hannah and Adam develop, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. There could possibly be a pregnancy. Who knows? He was rubbing her belly a lot. She was feeling kind of nauseous. But then, she, you know, she was also driving in the back of the car and the trees it and could stuff. could totally just have been and car the sickness. And the meds. Yeah. yeah. All that. And just way overthinking mm-hmm. it. Definitely yeah. overthinking. <laughs> she has nothing to do but think in that car. That'll make you sick. Yeah. So. She can't get her book done. Um, but their relationship, I think, is going to develop. And and uh, and I think this is a healthy thing for them. I think it's going to mm. be a healthy uh, growth for Hannah. So I'm excited to see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to see them break up again. No. no. At least not yet. No. <laughs> it's, I think with um, Shoshana, I think it's going to be fun to see the adventures of Shoshana. Mm-hmm. Well, she just started smoking 
in the end of the last episode yes. did you see her outside oh, with all the right. bad girls smoking and she's like I don't really know how to do this is this right <laughs> yes so maybe she's gonna turn into a little wild girl. child maybe she's, she's definitely it's gonna be interesting to see Shoshana um, kind of come into her own I want to see her and Ray have an interaction it's gonna, it's, it's gonna, inevitable. Yeah. yeah, as much as he thinks that it isn't, yeah. he doesn't mm-hmm. want to. And we saw at the very, very beginning of the first episode. He doesn't want. You're not supposed to. An ex is an ex for a reason. Right. No, right, no, right, no, right. no, no, no. But it that's bound to happen. Uh-huh. Um, whether it's a good one or not, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be fun. They gotta get new guys in there. Yeah, Marnie. Yeah, right? we're gonna yeah. see a lot. I think a lot we'll of see some new blood. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely see some new blood coming up, which will be fun. I want to see all to... the new boys. Yeah, more boys for for girls. That's what you get yeah. on a girls show. You get yeah. to see the boys. Lots more boys. Lots more boys. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. Well. um... I think that's a wrap for us. Well, and congratulations to the show. They got picked up for a season four. Yes. Yay. Yes. So we're Good for super, us super too. excited for that. So yeah, so we'll definitely be sticking around for a while. So thank you guys so much for joining us and um, tell us like some more about what, what, you know, when are your movies coming out? Where can people find you? you have a website, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram. You can do Twitter at <laughs> my Lindsay McKeon. Mm-hmm. And if you look on IMDb, it'll update you on everything that I'm doing and when it comes out. I don't have release dates yet, but within the next few months hopefully Fabulous. you never know well hopefully you can come back and sit in with us again and do more awesome. of these with us it's super super fun thank you so much thank we you. loved having you yeah, make thanks. sure to follow us at After Buzz TV and please go to iTunes rate and download our podcast it is free and tell your friends and you can follow me at Kelly with an IE 079 on Instagram and Twitter you can follow me Miriam L. Gonzalez on Twitter and we will see you guys again next week bye bye, bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye, Bye. See you later. See you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here and be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later. <laughs> 